Welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm taking the lead here, Melissa. Uh, there you go. Bringing us in. Okay. This is new for me. Yes. I'm really afraid. Don't oh, be I'm afraid. Yeah. This is Anil Lewis, and I'm here with... Melissa Riccobono. How are you? I'm doing great. That's it. That's the limit of my introduction ability. Wow. Yeah. That's it? That's it. What are we talking well, about Well, thank today? you, Anil. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that's the limit, and then you, then you throw me a question. That's actually very nice of you. Yeah. yeah. We are talking about... The Balotin Awards. Balotin. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Dr. Jacob Balotin, you heard of oh, him? Oh, the blind doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, Jacob Balotin was a federationist before there was a National Federation of the Blind. How about that? He was a blind doctor in Chicago. Yeah. His um, story is amazing. Yeah. You know, and I, I shouldn't say it, and I think I said it the last time we talked about the Balotin Awards. I still have not read the book. Really? I need to do it. You know, I need the thing to do I, it. The thing I like about the book, I mean, it's not amazing, like superhero amazing. It's like demonstrating the way that he grew up and the things that his parents did to set high expectations for him. And then the fundamental skill set that he acquired, it it was amazing because it was a natural evolution of, wow, I get that. You know, right. uh, they created an environment where they didn't try to childproof it. He ran into something. He realized that it was there next time and he went around it. Yeah. Um, he challenged himself to go out there and make money like everyone else did. And he found some creative ways of doing door-to-door sales. So it wasn't anything like phenomenal, but it was like, so common sense that as you think about it, wow, why couldn't he do this? And then when he got to the piece where he was actually being a doctor and the non-visual skills he used to diagnose, I mean, it's believable, but you just never really thought about it. You always tell yourself it can't be done. But right. then when you hear it, you say, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and I think he had some skills too that Certainly. blind or not really helped him. Like his ability even though I haven't read the book, I've heard some about it, but his ability to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did stuff with the heart and lungs, I believe. Mm-hmm. And his ability to hear differences in heartbeat and breathing and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing really helped him diagnose. Now, whether that's because he's blind, I would argue it's probably not. It's probably just one of those things that he was very gifted with. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe being blind sort of helped him to um, well, kind of hone way, that sense well, I mean, it's, or it's, pay attention to it more. Exactly. But, the way know, we use hearing now. It's not yeah. that we have super hearing. No. It's that, you know, we pay attention to sounds because we're not distracted by the things that other people see. That's right. And I think that That's him right. even using his, I mean, it's really just a manifestation of how doctors interpret information they hear through a stethoscope. Exactly. Again, it, it's that, that, wow, okay, it's really more common sense than I thought. So why isn't it doable? Of course it's doable. Right. And I love and, the fact that we're able to use the award to kind of recognize people who do kind of challenge those thresholds of thought, you know? Well, and that's the great thing about the Blotten Award. So the Blotten Award is given at our national convention. And the last few years, it's been four or five, I believe, Mm -hmm. organizations or people who are really making a difference in the lives of blind people or are, are providing some kind of innovation. And, you know, people always say, well, there's the Holman Prize. Well, the Holman Prize is a little different because the Holman Prize is generally given for people to do something that they haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Balotin Awards are given to really recognize those people that are out there doing something. Having an impact. Having an impact already. Yeah. And, you know, the work, the award gives them money and recognition, hopefully, mm-hmm. to, to continue that work and maybe even in a bigger and better way. Yeah. And that's actually kind of what's happening with the, uh, the person who we're going to be bringing you uh, the story of today, Libra Robinson. Yeah. Uh, you know, her, Libra. her idea is the common sense kind of recognition of how one person can really make a difference in the lives of a lot of people. That's right. And 
well, I shouldn't spoil it, but you know, she talks sure, a little bit. <laughs> well, she talks a little bit about. <laughs> no, she talks school. a little bit about how you know, hopefully, winning the the award is is going to help her get more recognition. Not that she's saying, "Oh, look at me, I'm mm-hmm. I'm so wonderful," but really, her dream is awareness. to bring her services more to more and more people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, right now it's more in the D.C. area. She said she'd really love to do some expansion. And, and um, so I think that's a, a really good thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. before I spoil the whole interview, maybe we should just bring you the interview that Chris Danielson, our colleague, did. Oh, with Chris Lieber is back Robbins. on. All right. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Hello, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so do you want to take a listen to this? Let's do it. All right. You're listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Chris Danielson with the National Federation of the Blind with another interview in our series about the winners of the 2019 Dr. Jacob Balotin Awards. And today I am speaking with Libra Robinson. And Libra, what is your uh, what is your position? Well, I am the CEO and owner of Insight VIP Services for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Okay, fantastic. And tell us a little bit about, uh, congratulations on your uh, 2019 Dr. Jacob Balotin Award, first of all. Thank you. Um, And tell us a little bit about uh, what you do with Insight VIP Services. Okay, so what we do in the Washington, D.C. area is I provide uh, computer training for the blind and visually impaired using the screen reader JAWS. I also... um, teach uh, intermediate braille. That's just the basic, it's called the braille club. So it's just the basic braille uh, letters and alphabets and basic words. And I also have what is called the smartphone boot camp, in which I teach um, alongside another gentleman, um, smartphone as well as iPhone instructions for blind and visually impaired persons. And why did you start this, these programs? Well, I noticed that in the D.C. area, um, they were very rare. Um, So I was able to contract through our local uh, D.C. Center for Independent Living, which is ran by a wonderful director, Mr. Richard Sims, and he allowed me to be able to provide these services in one localized uh, building, one area. Um, You would be able to possibly get those services here and there, but it wasn't really... um, widespread in our area. So when I noticed that, especially a lot of my NFB members um, did not have computer skills or, you know, they would have their Android or iPhone and they would have someone just to simply answer it. I thought of a way where how can I help um, my fellow NFB members as well as blind and visually impaired persons in our area to do uh, everything that I knew I could do or that I was taught and especially our seniors. You know, so often our seniors are left out when it comes down to rehabilitation services because they feel that they don't need computer skills or need to learn any kind of new technologies because they're beyond working age. So with my program, I am able to teach um, students of all ages. Well, that's really that's really important because, as you as you say, so many times blind seniors or seniors who are losing vision can't get services or have trouble getting services because they're not of working age. Yes. So that that's really fantastic. And um, you you are also a leader of the National Federation of the Blind of the District of Columbia as well, correct? Yes, I am the president of the Greater Washington, D.C. chapter, as well as the vice president of our affiliate. 
Well, that's really uh, that's really great. And tell us what receiving the Dr. Jacob Balotin Award means to you and what you think it will mean for your programs. Well, I, well, first of all, I want to thank everyone who, uh, who provided me with this award. I think it is a very special award for me. And what I think it will do is enhance and boost um, the credibility of my program. Um, I hope to one day have it um, spread out a little further, maybe get a few persons to work under me or I would say not under me, but with me, um, in order to make this more prevalent in different areas um, in, the, in the DMV. So I think this is a very uh, prestigious award. I'm very proud to get any kind of award from my National Federation of the Blind. I'm a proud Federationist. So I, it's just a, a wonderful thing to, to be recognized in this way. Well, congratulations again. And and for those who don't know, the DMV is uh, the abbreviation for the area that includes D.C., Maryland, and and Virginia, the sort of immediate area around D.C. especially. So just just to (laughs) update people on the lingo here. Well, congratulations again, Libra. It's a privilege to meet you, and uh, you're providing a great service for folks in D.C. I know a lot of people that you have helped, uh, recommended you for the award, and it's just a great, uh, great thing, and you're, you're doing what we try to do in the Federation, which is reach out to blind people in the area and provide them with what they need to live the lives they want. Exactly. What a wonderful story. Yeah, I, I love, that's the best part about being in the National Federation of the Blind. I mean, there's lots of good parts, but I love hearing <laughs> the different members' stories. And that's really what we are. We're an organization. And I mean, I think every organization to a certain extent is, but everybody has a story. And and I love that. And I love that as part of a privilege to co-host this podcast because we get to hear and bring to you a bunch of great stories. The thing I like about this one most of all is we we know and and really try to ascribe to encourage people to go to that formal adult rehabilitation training, you know, get the comprehensive six months, six to nine months training. But it's just not feasible for many people. That's right. But they still need to acquire those fundamental skills that allow them to be more independent in their lives. And I love the way that Libra identified that as a need. Yeah. And really started developing programs to really meet that need. Yeah. Yeah. No, Again, it's just an example of how one person really, when they are thoughtful and really take some initiative, can really have a tremendous impact. Yes. Yeah. We, we We should have more of these stories. Well, Anil, funny you should mention that because yeah. Chris talks about the fact that this is one in a series. I don't know if everybody caught that. Oh, that's right. But we are going to be putting these interviews up on the Jacob Balotin Award website. Mm-hmm. And so if you're interested in this topic, and we had some great award winners this year, and I know that we've had good interviews from last year's and you know previous years as well, and I don't know if they're also going to be featured somewhere on the website, but especially these, look for them nice. because there's more than just Libra that won awards. Nice. And Is this it? Are we going to have more or was this the final list of people? Are we going to do this again? These were the award winners for 2019. Right. So look for the interviews of the 2019 winners and also to plug, uh, I was talking to Gary Wonder yesterday, mm-hmm. so I'm plugging the Braille monitor, Gary Wonder. Um <laughs> They, our monthly publication. Our monthly publication, which you can also get as a podcast or in many <laughs> other ways. But there are the August, September Braille Monitor came out a yeah. little while ago, and that has all the highlights from convention, including all the Balotin Award nice. winners and the presentation. So you can you can learn about them, but then you can get a bigger picture of all of them with these interviews that are going to be up on the website. And then 
We really need your help thinking about who are those people, blind or sighted, who are really innovators Mm -hmm. and who are really making that difference in the lives of blind people and who will nominate them to win the next award. And the 2020 application will be out probably in the early part, possibly the very late part of December or definitely the early part of 2020. And we really need people to nominate deserving folks to be considered for this nice. prestigious award. So, nice. yeah, yeah. I mean, it you know, it doesn't happen uh, in isolation. You you, you got to have a, a nomination put in. So, And anyone can nominate. You can nominate yourself. You, you can. Yes, yeah. you can nominate yourself. You can nominate others. You know, the, the stronger nominations, I think, have some really good letters to go along. And again, I think, Certainly. I think again, the application, at least um, that the, what I've seen of it is, is sort of structured as far as sort of the story, you know, telling that story. Why? What are they doing? But also why? Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? And yeah. I what's think the th- what's the impact? Yeah. And and again, it's it's something that's already tried and true. It's not a new thing. I mean, maybe it's fairly new, but it's you know, it's something that somebody's already doing mm-hmm. for sure. The thing the thing that is really reflective of is as an organization, you know, we built on the ideas, you know, blind people. And we've done it in a way that allows us to replicate it. I mean, so many of the programs that are incubated here out of out of the National Center that end up you know, being produced out in our affiliates are really just a brainstorm of one individual. And we just brought that kind of energy and resource together to to develop those programs. But I think that this really incentivizes others to kind of continue down that path of trying to think of what is, what is that next, in, in many instances, simple um, inter- innovative service or intervention that we can put in place. Of course, some of them, of the Balotin Award recipients, have some pretty phenomenal uh, technology that they're introducing, that kind of thing. But I really love those stories here that really reflect how one individual who's really reflecting on a problem mm-hmm. and comes up with an idea or a solution for that problem and, and works to implement it. So I'm I'm looking forward to the Balotin Award being continued in a way that incentivizes our membership and others who know us to really continue down that path of finding a need and filling a need. Yeah. And I think it's really authentic to us with kind of the way that we do things. It's not, oh, look at the person that's giving so much, you know, it's it's the yeah. stuff that really matters yeah. to blind people. I mean, I think the committee is very good at truly looking at all the nominations and picking mm-hmm. nominations, nominees that that are really deserving in kind of an authentic yeah. way um, to the Blotton, to Blotton story, but also to the National Federation of the Blind. I have to admit, I haven't been paying as close attention. I'm just really going to be focusing more on, on, on observing and watching these. Very, very encouraging, yeah. this, this work. Definitely. Yeah. So where do we go from here, Melissa? Are we going to close this podcast? I think we do have to. I, I, I'm sad to say, but I would like to wish our uh, our listeners a, a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely. Um, or I hope you had a good Thanksgiving if you're hearing this after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Anil? I'm going to be hanging out with some family friends. Nice. And then I'm going to go to the beach. Oh, the <laughs> beach? Yeah. That's a nice thing. I I've never been to the beach on Thanksgiving. That is a well. I haven't either. This is going to be the first time I've gone to the beach wonderful. for Thanksgiving. So wow. we'll see how that works. Well, have a great time. We are uh, we're at home, and we're going to be. You know, our our kids watch very few commercials because we watch very few things that are on commercial TV. <laughs> but I did tell them, you know, you guys, you should really watch the Macy's Day 
Parade. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because nice. it'll have commercials and you can tell us what you might want to have for Christmas wow. because wow. you'll actually see I some just of the toys. Know, is Mark going to be grilling any, any pulled pork? He is smoking. No, he is smoking a turkey. We oh, have a 16-plus okay. pound turkey in oh, our wow. refrigerator as we speak. Well, you guys are going to need uh, help with that. I'll come after the Virginia you, Beach. You sure can. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a couple a friend over and then we're um, we're going to – we have some games actually also that we bought. Um, because we're a big game family and we thought, Very you know, nice. what better to do after Thanksgiving than, than play. Um, but we have to do a lot of brailing because one of them has like, I don't know, 308 cards or oh, something. Wow. So before we play to, it, we got to braille it. You so. won't have to braille the Uno cards, though. No, we don't have to got do that. that taken care of. No, we'll we got others. that taken care of. But so anyway, I hope you guys listeners. have a great holiday and, and uh, we will definitely be with you. Um, we'd love some more feedback, too, on the Balotin Award or other things that you'd like to see us cover in this podcast. Uh, you can certainly give us that feedback uh, as you're sitting around after your Thanksgiving dinner uh, mm-hmm. listening to us. I, I'm sure that's exactly what you're doing. Before that turkey uh, gives you the itis, though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or maybe maybe right after your nap. You know, <laughs> <laughs> But you can you can reach us uh, at podcast at nfb.org. Mm-hmm. Or you could call us at 410-659-9314, extension 2444. Yeah, that's that's the greatest way. We haven't had a, a voicemail for a long time that mm-hmm. we featured, so we'd, we'd love to do that. Uh, you can also um, find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just search for National Federation of the Blind. Or, on Twitter, we're yeah. at NFB underscore voice. Look at you. We have been practicing. Right on it. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, Anil. Uh and thank you to Chris Danielson for doing the interview. There you uh, go. Be, be looking for all these things on the website uh, a little bit later in, in the month of December or early in January. Yeah. And to our listeners, wishing you and your family a wonderful holiday season. Yes. And remember, you can live the life you want. Blindness is not what holds you back. <laughs>